Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast where we speak about nurturing ourselves in the loveliest ways. Hence, Lovely Nurtured. I'm so honored to share about healing hormones from a holistic perspective and the beauty of natural birth. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited for today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I think this is a really important one. And today we are going to be talking all about birth control and why it is so bad and some natural alternatives to birth control. So to start out, um, I just want to talk about a little bit about what birth control does to the body. Um, if you haven't already listened to my first episode, I go a little bit more in depth about my story. Um, and I talk about how I was put on birth control at 14 for a really long time for acne. And I've seen these effects on my body um, as well as heard numerous stories of other women who have also experienced these effects from birth control. Um, I'm going to be mainly talking about birth control pills, but IUDs do, hormonal IUDs do also relate to the birth control pill. So they're kind of interchangeable. So the first thing that I want to talk about that the birth control pill does is it destroys your microbiome. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what the microbiome is, it is basically your digestive system. Now, in your digestive system, there's a bunch of good bacteria and a bunch of bad bacteria. And the good bacteria needs to be higher than the bad bacteria. And we want those evened out so that you're able to digest food well, export toxins out of the body, and have a good mood. That's what your um, microbiome, some of the big things that it does. So when you're on the birth control pill, it makes it really, really hard for that microbiome to be balanced and it increases the bad bacteria over the good. And it makes it a lot harder to um, digest food. It can really affect your mood um, and get disrupt waste transportation. So another interesting thing is when you are pregnant and before you get pregnant, it's really important to have a strong microbiome, strong gut bacteria, because this will be transferred from mother to baby. So we want to have that really strong so that we support our babies and having a really strong digestive system. We want lots and lots of good bacteria in our body so we can give that to our baby's body. So that's the first point I want to go over. That birth control really depletes that microbiome, gets rid of all that good bacteria, and we don't want that. We want lots of uh, good bacteria in the body. Okay, this next part might get just a little bit sciencey, but go listen to episode three. I think it's one of the most valuable episodes I've done as it goes really in depth in an easy to understand way of um, some important hormones in the body but I'm just going to go over it really quickly. So the birth control pill increases a protein in the body that's called sex hormone binding globulin. I'm going to call this SHBG for short. Um, but basically what SHBG is, is it's like a car in your body and it goes around your body 
and it picks up hormones and it puts them in the back seat and it takes them to other parts of the body, exit points of the body, and so on. So let's say um, we have a bunch of the sex hormone binding globulin cars, which birth control does increase, and we take those we take those cars and there's so many cars and there's not enough hormones, but when a car pulls up, the hormone has to get in and go to the car, go into the car, the sex hormone binding globulin and go where the car is going to take it. So let's say that there are so many of those that it takes all the hormones. Um, the kicker with this is that when a hormone gets into the car, it is now unavailable for the body to use the hormone for its hormonal purpose. So hopefully this is all making sense. But um, birth control increases the SHBG, which makes lots of cars, so that we no longer have hormones in the body that are able to do their hormonal thing because they're all in cars. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, but that's a really downside of birth control, the birth control pill. The next thing that is really important for information for infertility and miscarriage and something I'm learning more and more about is birth control's effects on the thyroid. It lowers the thyroid and low thyroid has been shown to increase the risk of infertility and miscarriage. So I want to do some more kind of in-depth episodes going through the thyroid because it is kind of its own little set of hormones and everything that can be quite confusing. Um, but yeah, so that's another downside of what the birth control pill does is it decreases that thyroid. The next part I want to talk about with birth control pill is a pretty big deal. And what it does is the birth control pill goes in the body and depletes all of our nutrient stores. This is really, really important because when a woman is pregnant and breastfeeding, the body's nutrient requirements are the highest they will ever be in their lifetime. But the birth control pill really depletes that. So when a woman gets on birth control, gets off birth control and is trying to get pregnant, maybe she does get pregnant, has the baby, breastfeeds, those nutrient stores are going to be so depleted. It's going to lead to so much tiredness and other problems in the body. So I like to think of this like a store. Our body is this store has all these nutrient stores in it and if you go on the shelves and you want to have an abundance of nutrients to be able to use you want your body to have an abundance of nutrients to use so the birth control pill goes in that grocery store and it takes carts and carts and carts and carts of groceries out of your body and makes them not used and so then when your body does go back into that store to see, okay, today I need some zinc and it goes to the zinc aisle and the zinc is really depleted and gone and it doesn't have enough that it needs. That's what the birth control pill does is it takes out all of your body's resources so that when your body, your pregnancy, your baby need them, they're not there, at least in the volumes that would be needed. And we want an abundance of nutrients in the body. So just an example of some of the things that birth control depletes and takes from the body 
are antioxidants, which are super important for inflammation, B vitamins, which have been shown to help so much with energy and mood, um, selenium and zinc, which are really important for obviously immune health, but also thyroid health. So you can see how all of these are really interconnected. When one thing is off, like having low selenium, that affects the thyroid, which birth control also lowers. Anyways, you could go on and on and on about um, what the pill does do to your body. So really quickly, I also want to go over just very briefly what's called post-birth control syndrome. So if you are a woman who's been on birth control for a while and you get off of it, there can be some really drastic effects because your body is so used to it um, that it takes a lot for it to get off. For me, acne you can see weight gain, you can see hair loss, you can see just insane hormonal issues happening. So if you've tried this in the past, or you know somebody who does, it's really, really important to work with a provider who has experience and is educated in getting women off of birth control because its effects can be so big and so, so annoying for the woman. So um, just, I want to just throw that out there don't just go off birth control. It's important to work with someone who does because they will gradually get you off, build up those nutrient stores, and so on. They'll have a whole protocol for you to make it a lot more seamless and a lot less of a burden and pain that it is for most people who get off of that. Okay, and then to end the episode, I want to talk about some natural birth control alternatives. So I am right now not wanting to be pregnant, but I do not want to be on birth control because of the reasons I've talked about and um, just its effects on the body. So there are some very natural ways to track your fertility, your ovulation, and to know when you are fertile and could potentially be pregnant. So um, the most important thing to do is to track your cycle women need to be more educated on their body and what's happening in their body. They need to know what day their period's going to start on, when they're ovulating, um, what day of the period of their period they're on, because this gives you so much valuable information about your body and about what you can expect to feel that day, um, how you should exercise, how you should eat. Um, So that's the first thing I want to talk about. Track your cycle. Get a little app. Do it on a piece of paper, a little calendar by your bed or something. Do it. Make it so that it's really easy for you. Um, An app that I love, it's called Stardust. And it's really, really cool. And it shows you um, exactly the hormones that are in your body, you know, what would be going on with them. It shows you what day you're on. And it's really cute and aesthetic. So I really like that app if you're looking for a good one. Um, But yeah, this is vital. I would definitely recommend doing this if you're not already. I feel like it's kind of a hot topic. Now, the next thing is what's called cervical mucus. And I also talk about this in episode three, but this is an ovulation marker. Your cervical mucus shows you what your ovulation is like. So what this is, it's very interesting. You, you'll you reach your fingers up through the vagina, through the, to the cervix, and pull down some of that mucus on your fingers. 
And then what you do is you just put it like on your thumb and your middle finger and you just test the consistency by moving it up and down. Now, if it's really slimy and clear, then that means that you are close to ovulation ovulation, and you want to use protection during sex. If it is thick, white, creamy, then that means that you are not ovulating and um, that you are not fertile. So that's a really handy way to just double check, um, as well as doing a basal body temperature. Now, I have a really awesome little machine. It's called a Lady Comp. There's a bunch of ones out there um, that track your basal body temperature. Um, but what this does is it's a really fine temperature tracker. And so I just put it in my mouth every day and it tests very small changes in my body temperature. And you do this like right when you wake up before I even get up and walk around, I do this. So I wake up and I reach over, I get my lady comp, I put the temperature tracker in my mouth. Um, and then I get my temperature for the day and it will tell me if I'm close to ovulation or ovulating and um then we just will use protection around those days um but yeah it's really effective at showing you when you're ovulating because your body's temperature increases when you are ovulating so those are two really helpful things to do i love the basal basal body temperature tracker as well as checking cervical mucus being educated on my cycle um, understanding the basics of how fertility and ovulation work um, is all really important and it is super effective in being a birth control additive for when you are not wanting to get pregnant. So as always, um, ask me if you have any questions. You can always DM me on my Instagram um, at lovely.nurtured. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that it was educational for you. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it and leave feeling a little bit more empowered. As always, leave a review and DM me on my Instagram with any questions at lovely.nurtured. And remember, this is not medical advice. Always talk to your doctor. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.